I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what is up, everybody? Here we are for another podcast. Thank you for uh, tuning in yet again for another podcast. Today, you know, we're uh, thinking about uh, springtime coming up, hopefully, right? And, uh, you know, springtime is kind of representative of a time that, at least for me, uh, we think that we'll barely get to. Uh, the winters can be pretty long, and of course, uh, spring comes along, and then summer comes and goes really fast. But as I was thinking about uh, springtime, as I was thinking about coming out of kind of this winter place, I was actually thinking about uh, a client, as a matter of fact, a couple of clients. And so I thought I'd talk to you uh, today. We talk about uh, this effort to come, and as you guys have heard me talk about, this effort to emerge. And uh, one of the things that I've learned, and hopefully that you can keep in mind too, is that no matter where you're at, uh, ultimately, you'll emerge. Not too long ago on uh, on Instagram, what do we call that? My wife runs a lot of that. So Instagram, I think, is what we call it. On InstaLive and on one of the posts, I talked about this 53-year-old uh, gal that uh, that had finally found uh, her smile. And after 53 years, it's quite amazing. But I get to see time and time again people come out of wintertime, right, and uh, find themselves and, and start into a phase of life that they thought they would never have. So we're going to talk about a couple of cases like that today. And keep in mind, you know, maybe what's going on in your life or the life of a loved one and uh, see if uh, maybe it helps spark something for you. And as you do that, keep in mind that uh, this is, you know, those of you that know me in session, uh, I'm not fluffy. I'm not saying uh, anything to try to make you feel better. As a matter of fact, uh, many of you that might listen, you might feel pretty skeptical and that's okay because that's the place that you're in. But I tell you what, uh, there is uh, there's this place for growth that won't stop. Uh, it will wait until there's that time for you. So let's talk about that concept really quick. And on the other side of, of this uh, podcast, we'll give some examples. So something I want to th- have you think about, and hopefully, you know, let's do this. Uh, uh, let's write some of these things down after, you know, you've gotten off the road or what have you. But this is an exercise uh, that can be kind of hard to do because what we're going to do is quit talking about how you were born with innate worth and value, which is good. We're going to quit talking about it, though, and we're going to demonstrate it. So uh, let me kind of uh, walk you through these steps. This is actually a technique that I put together for myself. Uh, in all honesty, right, we're all working on something, and, and I thought about the things I do with my clients, and I thought uh, about some needs that I had. And so I created this uh, short meditation for myself, and I found it to be pretty 
effective. So the idea here, again, write these down and do these later, is to find it just takes about 10 minutes to find a place where, you know, you can sit quietly, um, not be interrupted if that's possible. And we're just going to reflect on some things, but we we don't need to go into this deep hypnotic state. We don't need to go into crazy breathing techniques. The idea is just to uh, be in a quiet place and, and maybe kind of regulate your breathing just a little bit, see if you can get yourself to relax. The idea then is to create a visual. And so you can kind of write some notes on this visual. And the idea is uh, create a visual in your mind like you're in space. So you're in outer space and maybe in the background you can see the Earth's atmosphere. So you're just outside the atmosphere of Earth. You're floating comfortably outside of in space. And we're not going to talk about, you know, all these wonderful feelings and so forth. The idea is just to get your mind into a different scape, okay? So the idea is if you feel relaxed, great. But this environment that you're in with uh, outside the atmosphere, the idea is just to make sure you're comfortable. It's not cold. You're floating kind of freely. You're not feeling much of a panic. And then the idea is to imagine uh, over your head. So you look above over your head, almost like the Milky Way, if you will. Imagine that uh, you look up and you see this band, and this band... Uh, is like an asteroid belt, that type of thing, but it's a colored band, multicolored band. And up in this band, I want you to imagine that, uh, that you find this sphere or object. It's a colored object. It's a color that's familiar to you. And I want you to imagine this sphere, this object coming out of that band and descending down towards you. The idea, as you'll do this, is it'll become very familiar to you. As a matter of fact, the first time I did this, it felt kind of awkward. The idea is that this sphere, if you will, this object, uh, represents this part of you that uh, was there before your whole experience on this earth began. And so it's kind of this part of you that contains things that existed way before all the noise, before the abuse, before the depression. So the idea is to imagine this sphere, this object, paying attention to color and so forth. Imagine it coming down and floating in front of you. And what you'll find is sometimes this object doesn't want to be there. It's hard to kind of maintain it there. And the best way to deal with that is is through breathing, actually. As you slow down and manage your breathing, you'll see that this orb, this this uh, visual that your mind comes up with, uh, it will it will tend to calm down and stay a little bit more there and focused with you. And the idea is, as you as you spend a minute with this object, paying attention to color, paying attention to what it's made of, um, paying attention to this idea of why would Fred, of all things, ask me to spend some time with this object? And the idea is just to spend some time viewing this object with the question of what is it that I can learn from this object. What is it that uh, I want to know that I don't know? What is this idea, you know, in terms of what I can learn from it? Uh, the idea is that this came from uh, before I existed here in this crazy life that I'm in. This is an opportunity to just spend five or ten minutes imagining. For example, in my uh, my uh, object that I see, of course, it's my favorite color and it's made of things that only make sense to me. But uh, I got this idea immediately that uh, inside of this Uh, It was almost like a shell, this orb, if you will, contained all things that people say are a part of me that I doubted. So the idea is that all these things, the 
that I that uh, were overcome by fear and so forth through my experiences have not been contaminated or have not contaminated what's contained in this orb. So this exercise, five ten minutes, you're just taking a minute to look outside of yourself, look outside of the noise, look outside of all the messages around you, and see if you can connect with this idea of of uh, yourself, not uh, just the statement that you were born with innate worth and value, but this idea that maybe the universe or something along those lines, uh, those characteristics, uh, they were actually there long before the depression and so forth. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about an uh, individual or two and how they found themselves after years of uh, fear and doubt and abuse. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back to Counseling on Demand. Today we're discussing this idea, uh, you know, I've long talked about uh, merging. I've long talked about this idea that we're all born with innate worth and value. And uh, I've noticed over time that although that is nice and it feel, feels good, those of you that know me, we're getting away from feel-good therapy, right? Anybody can do feel-good therapy, but we want real uh, cutthroat. You know, we want really good things that we can rely on and things that aren't just said but things that are observed. And so the idea is we're talking about a task uh, in the last segment there that takes us to a place where we can learn more about ourselves from almost like a spiritual existential place versus just uh, talking to ourselves about, you know, the qualities that uh, we have but we don't believe that we have. So that's just one step in in a way to find that uh, innate uh, worth and value. Now, the idea here is that's just a precursor. What I want to talk about is the idea that I have been able to see and so many people I've worked with, um, they've been able to see that that orb, that object, if you will, that's a promise. It's a guarantee. That orb, that object, it follows you. And certain, you know, there's different religions and so on and so forth. In native culture, the idea is that uh, your spirit uh, broke apart or part of your spirit uh, broke away to preserve itself. So their idea would be that through counseling and different things, that that part of your spirit uh, comes back now that it's safe, that type of thing. But the idea is when you do the work that you need to do, and I imagine many of you uh, are considering doing the work, the idea is there's this promise, and I get to see it over and over again. There's this promise, and I don't know what it's all about, but I see it again and again, where those things, that innate worth and value, those characteristics, um, cease, will not cease. They, um, they'll they emerge, and uh, it takes a little bit of courage. I had a lady this morning I wanted to talk to you about. I've done some work with her, and uh, she had some very significant trauma, uh, probably the worst trauma I've ever seen. And uh, she came in. We've done a lot of work. But uh, she was really curious to discover this idea of uh, innate worth and value, so on and so forth. And I tell you what, you have to fight over a lot of risk, right? This is where people mostly kind of freeze up is, what if I find these things about me and they aren't true? Or let me find these, what if I find these things about me and uh, I find out that there's nothing to find? Or what if I find these things about me? Think about that for yourself. And I can't hold up to those things. And so that risk phase is really where we get held up. But I promise you, and that's why we're talking about this, as we push through that risk phase, I've got three or four faces just from the last uh, couple of weeks of people that have 
uh, taken that that challenge uh, and has taken a few months to risk. And so the idea is when you do get to that risk phase, you overcome the idea, uh, the willingness to explore, if you will, willingness to be curious. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. I had this gal today. She came in and she said, uh, you know what, I want to face this abuse. Now, the idea is we've already approached it. But what she did, she said, I want to go back with intent. And that's another podcast in and of itself. I want to go back this time with intent. I want to go back. I'm curious to see what I have, what is what I have about me and what those messages were that tainted me because I don't want to experience that anymore. And so she went in we did some very focused work on uh, some very traumatic events, but she was able to use the very things that she saw in this object as tools to release herself from eating disorder, all kinds of things. A lot of the things that she's really been struggling with. And as she came forward and we talked again, she kind of went into a different place, right? As some of you may know with post-traumatic stress, as she came forward, she was extremely refreshed and she felt that companionship, the return, if you will, of those those thought patterns, those opinions, those feelings, those talents, that uh, they were unscathed, that they were waiting for her. Uh, she took courage, and she was able to demonstrate that she could indeed still be herself and fight back against the world. So she kind of floated out, the, out of the office, right? And I'm sure that's not the end. We've got some more visits. But something I want you to think about is, okay, you know, is there this innate worth and value, even even if I don't know what it is? As a matter of fact, most people, uh, they don't believe it's there because they don't have that reference point, right? From the earliest memory that you have, it was a memory of doubt and shame, and so there can't be anything there. Take time to consider the idea that, hey, you know, the work that I've done, maybe there's something for me there too. I have yet to see somebody, now it takes a lot of work, but I've yet to see somebody find that their self has never gone with them. So take time, evaluate, hey, are those are there parts of me that I have yet to discover? Is there parts of me that have the strength? Are there parts of me that have the strength, really, um, and determination and so forth uh, to come back and let me determine what my life is going to be like. And that's ultimately what we're looking for is have you, as you find that self, you find those original parts of yourself, then at any age you get to a place where you get to start working through the world or conquering the world in your way, the way that you were built, the way that um, is is peaceful, the way that's there uh, for you to be. So something to look about, talk about, something to look at, very difficult to do. Consider maybe talking with somebody and saying, hey, is this the kind of work that would be good for me? So taking a look at original self, taking a look at uh, what you can do, this idea of being empowered. Is there this innate part of me that waits for me and will I emerge? And the answer is yes. So I appreciate you tuning in. Hey, listen, find us online at Riley Counseling. That's on Instagram. And of course, the podcast here as well. So those are some things to keep in mind. Jump in on the on Instagram. And uh, one more thought that I want to share with you, and that is uh, you get to choose who's in your life. So as you go through the week, be mindful of who's in your life and be the one that chooses who's in your life.